hey 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 we are back this is venus exchange we are going to be talking about green guidance so we're talking about money i know y'all want to see some money money yes we are talking about funds cash skrilla green credit moolah all that um assets and answering the question what is wealth we're going to jump right into it. I am Nova of Temple and Aura, also known as Fit Me Naturally. And my toxic money trait is spending money before I actually make it <laughs> or obtain it. I mentally spend it faster than I make it. And um, it's not something that I'm proud of, but it's just a testament of my faith. Pass me that vial over there. The visual for the folks. This Ooh. is a vial of mustard seed. It is um, engulfing a piece of sage. So I want my money intentions to be pure. I have the faith of a mustard seed that all wealth is flowing to me. Money flows to me naturally, freely. It wants me. It attracts me. I am attracted to it. We are equally yoked. Mm -hmm. So I am the value that I want to receive. The money wants to flow to me. The money wants to stick to me like glue. So... Part of my belief about funds is that um, the, the universe always provides. So that's why I comfortably spend things before I make them, even though it does give me anxiety. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, welcome back. My name is Leslie. Good girl, Les. Um, I think that my toxic money trait is... And... <clears throat> I'm going to have to elaborate a little bit more on this later on, but I'm selfish on my money. I think that's my toxic money trait is I hold on to it because I feel like I don't know if I'm going to get it back, but I need to understand that money is always coming to me because it's not, it's not mine to keep for forever. I can't take it to the grave with me. So I need to learn to let it go in order for it to return. So, Yeah. I think you better let it go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Anisha. Tweety Marie. Two E's underscore. Um, yeah, my bad or toxic uh, trait with money is, yeah, I spend money like I already, like I'm already, you know, six <laughs> figures in. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazon delivery truck comes to her house every day. Amazon sponsor us, please, because she is. Ooh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Especially online. Yeah. Don't. My my car be hooked up to. Look at me putting my head down. He's <laughs> so ashamed. Yes, I do have a bag. Shake it, girl. Shake the vial. Shake the vial. <laughs> it's coming back. It's coming back. Yes, I have a bad online shopping habit, and I will spend money on food like it's my last meal. Like I do mm -hmm. not care when it come to food. I will splurge. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I don't buy clothes and stuff like that. But food. Oh, I do not care. I will <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. I just, I just got, yeah. That's my, that's my bad habit. Hello, 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 loved ones of the world. Um, it's Amber. I'm the goddess, and my, I got a lot of bad, toxic, disgusting, shameful habits of money. Like, it's <laughs> no, I'm just being real. Amber. I'm just being real. Like, this is. 
I'm gonna let somebody else preach on this for real, but um, I personally feel like I am overly frugal. Like I'm really starting to understand that. Like I swear to y'all, I have gift cards from years that I have not spent. <laughs> gift certificates that like go get expired because I don't spend them. And I have like checks. I do not. I have checks right now for months. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna cash this today. Every day, okay, I'm gonna cash this today. Okay, I'm gonna cash this today. And I, I don't cash it from September. Like wow. it's, it's November, and it's bad. Like I just feel like, I think I'm just like it's fear. It really is like fear and money go hand in hand with me mm-hmm. because I just feel like, I oh, I can use this in. one day. Yeah, like <laughs> I could have it. I could have the money in my account, but I'm not gonna spend it. Like I'm just like that mm-hmm. fear. I'm really working on releasing it. And having that trust and faith and abundance because I have no problem accepting it when it comes in other forms. Like money is just something I have to work on. But when it comes to like people, friends, when it comes to (laughs) art, when it comes to um, opportunity, I have no problem accepting abundance, nature, life, like everything except for when it comes to that cash or that coin like i know it's coming and i know but like the money like I, i'm just still working on that so it's all Pray toxic please, please please <laughs> you, can, you can have this right all right what's good good people it's alicia and uh one of my toxic money traits i mean um more so, like, I'm actually really giving with my money. And, um, like, that. obviously the idea is not mine, so I really don't. Like, it moves. Like, I, it, you know, money is a tool, so it's going to work. And I just make it work. But, however, I want it to work for other people, too, who don't have the idea or the resources or the money. Um, so, yeah. I just, you know, I'm the type of person, if I eat, everyone else around me has to eat. So, if they ain't got it to eat, then I, I got it for you. And now I'm, you know, like I'm removing that like idea because I will have it, you know, for you a little bit better if I could go ahead and build it, you know, instead of just keep giving, giving it away. Them. So teach the man to fish. Mm-hmm. Don't give them the fish. Yes. Yeah, so, yep. So, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. I just mm-hmm. give give it. Give, give, give. Um, I'm a testimony to that. Um, Alicia feeds me at least half of the week. I just want to say that. <laughs> and look at that. Di- 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 uh, what's the word? Look at that. Because she that got it. She can mm-hmm. feed herself with her mm-hmm. cheap ass. But here she it's is. The love. It's the love. I taste the love of the food. Yeah. <laughs> Letting poor little Alicia slave over these hot pots. No, no. Hey. I'm not slaving. It's an honor. Okay. It's, oh. it's I enjoy I enjoy feeding. My, I'm well, going. Not my people, but my community. I'm your people. If I'm getting fed, I'm your people. I'm your slave. I'm whatever you want me to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. And I feel like I'm slaving, but yeah. I just like to be dramatic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Hence I feel like I get it. Um, all right. So, listeners, we want to know, viewers, we want to know, are you team money bag, cash, Skrilla, or are you team credit card? Let us know. Drop some emojis and let us know whether you are cash or a card, or if you're both, you can be both. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to talk about, you know, relationships with money, mentalities about money, generational impacts of uh, money, and how that all ties into where we are with the black dollar. Yeah, so um, are you are you credit or cash? I feel like you're going to say credit. I do. <laughs> You've been talking about a house. Come on. You're talking about 800. 
get it then. That seven ninety seven though, you know. Um, I have grown into being team credit. Why? 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 Um, give you a little bit of a story. Um, I went to college at 17. I could not wait to be 18 so that I can get everything, which included some credit. Mm-hmm. Um, in between 18 and 22, I racked up about six racks of credit, which isn't too bad for the time frame, 2006 to 2010. So I had about $6,000 in credit coming out of school, but quickly decided I wanted to go back to school. So I was working full time, paying for myself to go to school, living in a house. I had custody of a 16-year-old. Like I was living a real adult life mm-hmm. on a real college student budget. And so I used credit cards to kind of float me a lot. Um, at 22, Almost 22, I decided that I wanted to cut up all the cards and get rid of the cards. I had credit cards to every single store. Children's Place, I had no children. (laughs) (laughs) Home Home Depot, I had no home. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you name it, if they offered it and I could save 20, 30%, I was a business major. So I always understood the power of saving and the value of a good deal. So if I had the $50... And I could pi- I could buy it, but if I get the credit card, I can pay twenty dollars for it. I pocket thirty. I can afford it. Pay it right back. The problem is I would forget to pay it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, forget it was not a, a. It was just simply too many things on my plate. Mm-hmm. So you the had plethora, it. The plethora. Oh, I got it. <laughs> and the, the plethora of credit cards became a responsibility. And when I got twenty two, I said, you know what? Now I have you know a, I have two cars that need maintenance. I'm a man. I was a manager of a retail store. I was in school. I didn't have time to be sitting around playing. Literally, something was due every day because that was just how many cars I had. I think at my peak I had about seventeen credit cards. So um, <laughs> not throw that in there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and none of woo child anxiety. So imagine how I felt Ooh. trying to Ooh. take care of a child. I had a couple boyfriends at the time. I was a, in school. A couple. I had a job. She tried to that in there too. <laughs> so I had a lot going on and I had, to remember to, I had to remember to pay my bills. <laughs> Who had time for that? So um, <laughs> I did um, consolidation um, to just cut it off because I did not even want to I couldn't afford to outright pay off every single one I had some rather high balances on certain cards so it just wasn't for me so I actually just uh kind of got back into credit about it'll be two years it'll be two years like this February um so within two years I'm now very very close to an 800 credit score Mm -hmm. I have about yes proud of myself have about uh almost like thirty five thousand dollars in the credit limit. Um, I use two percent, two percent of that amount because I do not need credit, but I do understand the value and the importance of credit as I do want to be a homeowner. Um, I just got my first car note job, <laughs> but I also was uh preferredly financed, so I was um under four uh, percent, which is very very decent so i didn't have to negotiate i didn't have to nothing i was like yeah i know my score that's amazing mm-hmm. that fight go hit and so I, this is what i want and i walked in and i got exactly what i want and i didn't mm-hmm. have a negative experience or anything like that because i walked in with that confidence that mm-hmm. no this is what i want this is what i know i should pay this is the terms of finance that i want and that all just comes from education i had mm-hmm. to be broken down by the credit system mm-hmm. so that's why i would never talk bad about it because i know how easy it can make your life mm-hmm. but i know how quickly it can tear your life up mm-hmm. so i'm pro 
credit education Mm-hmm. And then credit usage, okay. because if you don't have access to trusts and funds and some of the amenities that the privileged have and mm-hmm. the privileged does not have a color privilege is just a status. Mm-hmm. So there are some people who were set up a little bit better than others. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have access to that funding, I'm going to just break this down to you. You will be reinventing a wheel and spinning in a gerbil stance real, real hard trying to catch up to those that have already been set up. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, and that's just the truth. And um, you can work for it. You can. You can get it out the mud. You can flip it. You can do all of that. Or you can just learn to master credit and use it to your, to your advantage and then buy out that credit. Give yes. it back and close it out. You know what I mean? So yes. until you're there, I think that um, for me, um, you know, my favorite line is all my life I had to fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing that. I'm not reinventing. I'm not going to keep flipping all this money and doing all this. I did that. I had the money in the mattress for about 10 years. Y'all missed mm-hmm. out. Should have got me then because it's in the bank now. Mm-hmm. But I kept all my money. I kept all my cash. I used to have bank rolls. Like, you would have thought I was Gucci walking around. Mm-hmm. But, and I've always had bank accounts, <laughs> too. <laughs> right? But, I and I did operate like that and believed in paying things for cash. My, my, my mindset was, if I cannot buy it in cash or out of my, my bank account, I cannot afford it. And I lived that life, like I said, for about seven, eight years. Um, and I lived a good life. Like, I traveled. I, do, I did everything I wanted to do. Didn't have car notes. Medium, medium, mean minimum expenses such as no car note, things like that. So, um, it's definitely perks to live in every life, but that's just my experience with it. And I am pro get your credit together because it'll change your life. Mm. So, how old were you when you got your first credit card? 18. 18 in one day. 18 in one day? <laughs> what about you, Leslie? How old were you? I got my first credit card literally three weeks ago. Mm, at the age of 26. So are wow. you pro credit so or cash? I, I honestly, I, I think that it. up until <laughs> this year, I've always been pro cash. Mm-hmm. But now I'm understanding the importance of credit utilization and also how clutch and how, you know, convenient it is mm-hmm. to have it. Um, when I got my first car... Y'all, it was like this whole, it was this big old dispute at the car dealership. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> My family, they, anywhere, anytime, they'll, you know, get down. But, um,. <laughs> My stepfather, he always tries to pour knowledge into me. He always does. But I, younger, you know, younger me, I was always like, you know, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm not, you know, about to listen to somebody who, you know, you know, doesn't, who's not somewhere that I want to be. I'm not about to listen to you. I'm not about to take advice from you. But he always spoke to me about how important it was to, you know, use my credit. So, yeah, my first um, car, he was trying to tell me to go somewhere else. Somewhere that would help my credit instead, I chose to listen to the opinions of people who taught me how to survive and not thrive mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, my money. So I took their advice, <laughs> and that's why at the age of 26, I'm just now getting my first credit card because I was always, you know what, if I can't buy it in cash, I don't need it. I can't afford it. So I need to make sure I flip this. I need to make sure I go without this to make sure I can save this so I can buy this. Now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use my credit. I'm going to kick my feet up and I'm going to buy this now and I can pay for it later. You know, it's very convenient to me. But I also know that, you know, I cannot abuse it because I will end up in a bad place. And I also pride myself on being very financially um, responsible. So I know that I won't get to that place. But 
I'm just right now, I'm like, you know, it's a breath of fresh air to be able to use my credit. So right now, yeah, I've always been pro-cash, but right now I'm kind of, I'm still pro-cash, don't get me wrong, because I still think that the financial institutions that we have to, you know, that we have to deal with, they're still corrupt to me. So I'm always going to be pro-cash, but we still need to learn the importance of utilizing our credit. Um, Wait, start off with what age you were when you got your first credit oh, card, yeah. and then go to pro-credit or pro-cash. Okay, I believe I was probably like 16, 17 when I got my first credit card. I honestly don't know what the hell I was doing. I actually had two credit cards. <laughs> I got two credit cards. Um, yeah. I had no business doing <laughs> I had no business doing that. I ain't no <laughs> I, Like, I got approved for them and stuff, but nobody had really taught me, like, about paying them mm. and, like, not, you know, spending limits and all of that stuff. So, yeah, that was not... That was not good. <laughs> that was not a good experience. It was definitely a learning one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say that I'm pro credit because I just know what money is. Like it's literally just a piece of paper that don't really have like no value. And it's like the way that the world is going right now, we is literally about to be a cashless society. So, oh wait, are y'all talking about the material? cash or the idea of like cash like the energy no just more so like you either got credit or you don't so but you still could have a debit card you know where that's uh, not right, talking credit. about straight credit lines yeah like credit lines or just or just right but no money. i'm talking about like because i meant to ask you this but not actual <laughs> physical cash but i'm saying like your money so are oh, you pro yeah, money yeah. or pro credit like, like you know spending. where the money, the the source of the income is coming strictly from you, so you're not using credit to... Right. To, Debit cards are included, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't... I feel like the way that everything is headed right now, we should probably be f- somewhat focused on credit more than actual money because it's like the money... The, the value of a dollar is actually really, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's fucking depleting. It's like actually mm-hmm. three cents. Like a piece of paper is really worth like three cents. So it's like the best bet is really to probably focus on credit. I mean, it's all really illusion mm-hmm. if we really want to be yeah. honest. <laughs> like, so I would probably be more so pro credit than, than actually money. Yeah. So, yeah. And. I'm gonna let you go and then I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back on that. I'm gonna jump back on both. Okay, y'all, it's Ambezy. Pacific on the wine. <laughs> <laughs> so I am pro I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um um I've been using credit to build my credit score, but really I don't care about none of this. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really like my main goal is to focus on self sufficiency. Mm-hmm. And um I do feel like, you know what? I've had plenty of wine. You know what? <laughs> um, the government does so much and takes so much. Like, why not? Like, why not utilize credit to my ability? So I guess you could say I am pro-credit, but I don't have the education. I don't. Oh my God. 
and I don't have the education I don't have the guidance and my goal is to utilize the system to work in my advantage until I can get out of it like that's my whole goal with everything like just utilize the system so I can get out of it because the system I've been dependent on the system I'm I want to touch you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that so no, this is like cup three. Um, cup three. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really. Y'all never seen me like this before. I don't think any of y'all have. Um, I like this answer. <laughs> so my mate. Okay, y'all. So this is what my That's a this microphone. This <laughs> yes. Ever. So this is my goal. My goal is to raise my credit score, get my property. And just start swinging. Like, <laughs> swinging properties, swinging whatever it takes, swinging tenants. Like, I'm my tag. Let's talk. Okay, a lawsuit. A lawsuit. No, 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 no. You try to swing her. He already told you. Right. Okay, listen, y'all, for real. Like, I'm planning on getting, I just want, like, I want residual income, I want multiple incomes. Um, once I get credit to get that, like I really don't care about credit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I have found some inf- interesting information on how to get mortgages without having good credit, without using without so even true. using credit. Girl. Like, there's information <laughs> out there. I think we need to read. Like, we are not but reading. You, know you don't read some books. Pay yes. mortgages. Let me right. Tell you. Come on now. Let's get into taxes. So, I was just. I to, you don't even have to pay taxes. To go. I don't want to jump out. HR twenty sure. twenty five. Look it up. Right. Yes. Y'all good. Y'all good. No, you get in here. Okay. Alicia's the money queen, I feel like. I want her doing money rich for me. It's so bad. Like, just come on. Like, do whatever you did. Like, do it on me. Light some fire on me. Put some money water on me, please. Put some moon water drinking. No moon water, please. Um, so, the age I was when I first got my store credit, because I, I never had a credit card, but I always had store credits, which is completely a different experience because it's only for that certain store. place. So I was uh, 22, 22. Like I always wanted to get credit when I was in college, but I didn't have credit to get approved for credit, and it was a weird idea. I'm like, how am I gonna get credit if no one's approving me to even like give me a chance to have credit? Mm-hmm. I thought it was so weird, but whatever. And then of course, like you know, with people, is that me? My bad, y'all. Um, of course, like I couldn't get no co-signers because you know family or people idea of like credit and stuff like uh i can't i can't risk that like i don't know like and then of course if you're not being responsible then now it's their responsibility for co you know since they decide to co-sign or put mm-hmm. you on their stuff so mm-hmm. i understood that so yeah i just got a store credit and i mean it was fun because i'm like oh well i get to Shop now and pay later. Like, what was the store? Because I feel like you got good taste. It was Express. <laughs> yes. oh, I knew it. I knew it. knew it was a good one. Yes. Wait, I didn't even. I didn't even tell y'all. I didn't. I didn't get a. I got a secure credit card when I was you like um, sixteen. Oh, that's embarrassing because the credit card that now. I just got three years ago, three month, three weeks ago. 
your credit card. Okay, so no. that's a little different. That's like a little different than a regular Those credit ones card. I like. I'm not a pay the money first. Let me not say that's not embarrassing, but I, what I mean to say is like, wow, you had a secure credit card at 16. I just got mm-hmm. my first one at 26. Right, oh, gotcha. That's yeah. good though. Like, F this. F the system. F y'all. F the man. Can I say it? Fuck the system. Yes, thank you. Somebody who used profanity say it. Somebody. I just got my first credit card. So, um, maybe a couple of years ago and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like using money that <laughs> I, I don't have. Like um, cause I just be using it. Like mm-hmm. I go, I, when I go on a vacation, it's over with. I'm using my credit card. Like I don't like that. Yeah. But see, uh Oh, Genova. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I wait, I wait to chop in on this. So earlier how I said, you know, I'm, I'm financially responsible. So I, um, before I even got my credit card, I was putting money in envelopes, you know, saving it. Because, like I said, I'm yes. all cash. So, something that I do, you know, no with more. this credit card. <laughs> <laughs> what I do with this card is every um, every time I swipe it, every time I spend something on it, I put that money in an envelope. So, I know that that money that I put on the card is going to, I have it to pay it later. So, that's why I say I pride myself on being financially responsible. Because I know that even though I... I have it now, but I don't want to spend it now. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I love you. Know what to know. <laughs> um, no, but what you you look like right? You, <laughs> 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 you either one or what? Like, because don't chime in. It's both. Okay, I didn't lost so many points. It was so many points I wanted to jump on. Um, we all need notebooks. Is um, is money an illusion? Yes. It's an illusion <laughs> when you got it. It's not an illusion mm. when you don't. You know, that's real. Go I, find absolutely. a homeless person. Mm-hmm. Go find a poor person. Even thinking of me when I used all my money and I literally had to, I can cry because I hate feeling, having memories of being poor. But I, mm-hmm. at a point in my life, mm-hmm. I did not have bus fare to get to school. So thinking of when I could find my last quarter money is not an illusion money is very very real and it gives you access mm-hmm. and that's why sometimes it's overwhelming having mm-hmm. that access it's like a thousand dollars and you know so you can't help but be remedial and just go dumb with it and i totally get that mm-hmm. but being now you know a mother a business owner and you know a source of education, financial education, and lending funds for my family, it feels totally different. So in the respect of the fact that I have this cloud of thousands and thousands of dollars, and you know, on paper, I look worthy of 10 times that amount, Mm -hmm. you know, in that respect, yes, that's an illusion. But when you do not have money, it is very, 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 very real. So I do not, you know, I just I just look at both sides of it because mm-hmm. it, it, it is very much a cloud when it's obtainable. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have the education or the access to funds, it is very, very stressful. Very, very stressful. And I want to, I'm sorry, I want to jump like on, piggybacking off of that, I want to jump onto the black dollar because mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember, um, y'all, just, y'all know Jess Hilarious, right? I don't mm-hmm. even know if I should. She ain't funny. 
But, uh, uh, anyway, she's not. She's not. She is funny. I'm just in my feelings. Where's the wine? <laughs> it's all right. It's right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, so she, um, y'all know also the, the Black Dollars Matter line who, you know, is here in Cleveland. She said, what the fuck is a black dollar? What's a black dollar? Black dollars don't matter. Money is all green. That's not true because I like you. You know, I don't know the numbers and and anything, but the black dollar leaves the black community the fastest that it does any other race. Mm -hmm. You know, so race. There you go. It's so much. Mm -hmm. But so um, the black dollar does matter now. Got my point. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'm like, I thought you started crying too. I'm like, I'm like oh, y'all getting a new oh. tonight. <laughs> you want some water? Okay. I'm enjoying this. I don't need water. I'm no. very upset because it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'll be right back. <laughs> you just talk about the black dollar. If it's real. What is it? Money's green. Oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> 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 okay, so we're gonna pause you and let her. Hop, okay. And then we'll hop back. Okay. Because you know, I'm, I'm gonna think in the meantime. We know. So, um, when it comes scribbling. My thing is like to touch on what you said as far as um, if it's illusion or not. So I completely respect you know what you said i completely agree with what you said but at the same time um to just to like piggyback off of it as far as you saying um us not having like the resources and and knowledge you know of certain things um so i know that a lot of people is not into you know what i'm into and the things i study and whatnot but i have come into the knowledge of um that's why i said money is illusion so, so, so let people know what that is, because, right? Right. Um, that's right. important, um, just for viewers and um, what and listeners to kind of know where you're coming from, right? With your um, views, you know, with your energy and your views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, I'm not gonna dive super into it, but um, so I say money is an illusion because it is is not real. If we really want to go into like the Federal Reserve and all of that stuff. You know, we sort of can dive into it, but you know, I'm not. But there, if okay, let's just dive into the government. (laughs) So yeah, we just go go into the rabbit hole. So um, as far as that, I've come into the knowledge of I don't trust the government. The government is basically robbing the people of everything that you know is rightfully ours um and just giving us these false illusions and one of those illusions is money we have access to many resources that we do not have the knowledge of i know you guys brought up mortgages and you know mortgages is definitely dead pledges you do not have to pay mortgages you do not have to pay taxes if you look up hr 25 um congress is actually trying to get rid of the irs because they feel as if it is not um Fair. And, you know, this is all on congress.com or .gov. You know, this can all be looking up, HR 25. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as, like, our money, 
and I say that the government is robbing us, they're not going to... They're robbing us little by little, and we don't even realize it because they're not going to tell you, like, oh, we're going to take 90% of your check. We're going to just break it up in different things as far as, like, you know, you get paid, and then you have to pay taxes on top of taxes, on top of different fees and things of that nature. But if you, you know have an understanding or you come into this knowledge of not having to pay certain bills because you know we don't have to pay bills we don't have to pay light bills and things of that nature I feel like money would be way more accessible or not even necessary like we could I honestly feel like at a point in in time in the in the near or far future that we can actually go back to a trading and bargaining type system or just where we just don't need money period where people is just more willing to just fucking i'm sorry <laughs> just where we are willing to just help one another like like what do we actually need money for like if we came into the knowledge of where we didn't have to pay bills as far as like light bills and stuff of that nature like what would we really need money for if we was able to grow our own food what we what we need money for like you know, if we just got back into that whole um, family, like community, like village mentality, I don't really feel like money, quote unquote, is really necessary. Because this piece of paper is really like, like I said, it really has no value because so it's like, what are what are we actually chasing? Like money is actually gold and silver. Nobody has gold and silver or I mean, I'm not going to say nobody has it, but it's like, you know, this this piece of paper that's that's worth three cent or whatever, like we killing ourselves over is is really an illusion. So it's like. You know, not to disagree with anything you you're saying, because oh, because you know, you because that's how we have been, you know, programmed or you know, set up to go after this dollar, and and it's like we we have put so much value on something that is not not even worth it. Like we we risk our health, we risk our like mental health physical health emotional health like all type of things for for what this piece of paper that's that's not nothing like yeah i think like we kind of trying to buy our time back right i feel right, like right. that's the game mm -hmm. like it's more so like all right take the time now make the money like make the money the thing but right. i don't know i think my views on all of this is kind of like different from everyone but because i'm pro cash or not the actual material idea of cash but actually like own. what it is like yeah the number looking back at you matters like when you go to the atm that that it's like it's a game so it's like what level are you on and it's just like all right that matters not the debt you're looking at or not that but literally like what you're able to do and usually because of the you know this world we are in we are trying to work for our time and right. so the idea of when people want to say i want to be financially free you want all you're saying is you want to be free because we all have an understanding that like time, just time yeah like just time like right, right, saying right, that yeah. with more money then it becomes an illusion <laughs> but when you are actually working to get it it is a very real thing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and um 
Like it's a game, but even because if money's an illusion, then so is credit. So then, why do we have credit, and why is it necessary? Because it's just like it's all access it's system. Like it's just all um, a taught process of access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So to me, for sure, um, money is definitely an energetic tool, and it's just the way you work it. And really, the real money is yourself and. And what you're able to produce. And I mean, I, just, I don't know. It's like it's all symbolic for me personally. So usually when I'm looking at that number, because numbers matter and, and numbers are energy as well. So it's just like when that number talking to you, it's talking to you. Sometimes that's a reminder to for me sometimes where I'm at on my path, because I'm like, I feel free. Like, I'm not worrying about things that I was worrying about two years ago when I just had my daughter because I no longer believe that this is what it is. I mean, sometimes, like, we got to take... I say this about everything, but we really do have to take our power back. It's just you... Nothing is going to be real to you if you don't let it. So it's just like, all right, money's an illusion. So now what does that create for like your world now like if if what we have to use as a tool isn't real to you what are you doing like how how is that benefiting your physical world right now like you know like and i feel like the reason that a lot of people put so much they put a a huge price tag on cash is because they lack that financial education they lack that financial knowledge not only in the physical realm but also the spiritual realm they don't know that and not to again not to discredit you know anybody who has to you know chase after the money who has to do whatever they can and get the money i'm not trying to discredit you i'm not trying to disrespect you but you don't understand that money is it's it's physical in the spirit world it means it doesn't mean much it doesn't you know hold that much weight Mm -hmm. so that's you know we lack we lack fine black people we lack not even i don't want to say that but you know our community we're we're deemed to be broke we're deemed to not have much and that's because we were deemed to always spend our money on the wrong things and that's just because we don't we don't know any better you know what i'm saying exchange like i feel like that's the energetic idea because if money wasn't a thing exchanges still exist nonetheless like so even if you exchange a service you exchange it with this so it's always a give and take so it's more that's how you build things so it's just like that you use yourself as a tool money's a tool like it's all just a tool with exchange because if you have a service and you're doing it for free at one point you're going to want to exchange for what you got mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. you got and then also even even when you're doing with ancestors and stuff like there's exchange that has to be done and it's just like right here in this physical world like this is just symbolic for what's actually really going on but I don't know. Sometimes I just see it as a game, and it's like it's fun. I mean, personally to me, have a good time with it because it's like I'll play. Like I feel like I'm playing Monopoly because that's all it is. And for people who don't have the idea of what the game is, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's actually mm-hmm. a, a sad time. I'm like, damn, I'm down bad, but you don't have to be. Get your ass in the game and get out. Like and win for yourself, but it's like it's a um, 
It's us, us. Money is mental. You know, it's the whole. It's the. It, you can use it to strengthen your. You know, your your drive, or you can use it to. You. It can make you sad if you let it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like you said, you know, sometimes it feel like a game. Like earlier, we were talking about the um, the guy, the the YouTube guy, the. What were you saying? The guy who makes meals meals. for super cheap. Oh, the cheapies. Yeah, pantry dishes. It's like, you know, earlier this year I was, um, I literally quit my, I was working at, you know, a hospital in the surgery department and I quit it on the faith, you know, that I was going to be able to make it without this corporate job. I was going to be able to make it without the, you know, the healthcare system. I'm like, you know what? They're disrespecting me. And I'm the type of person that money... Money don't you you can't you can't you can't buy me out. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't you can't put a price tag on me. It's not mm-hmm. I'm not that. We not going there. So I left the job, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I saw I, I thought things, I saw things that I never thought I was gonna have to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, I can't believe I'm doing this, damn I can't believe I'm thinking about doing this, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So there came, you know, I was just like, you know what, I'm about to I, I ain't got no choice but to hustle. I ain't got no choice but to, you know, do things that I never thought I was going to have to do. I'm like, you know what? Let me get competitive with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be down and out. I'm not about to be out here looking all sad. I'm not about to be sad and out. What can I do? Hmm. I like a competition. Let me go ahead and look at my pantry. Let me see what I can do. This mm-hmm. is, I'm about to make this fun. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like you said, it was playing with money. It can it can, it, it can be a game sometimes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It can, it can be fun, you know? And... I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's, you know, <laughs> we listening. We are like, and that's just the, that's the, the idea that that it's you know it's mental, it's spiritual, it's not a physical thing. You know, we can take it, we can we can use it to our advantage. We can let it, we can let it make us feel good. We can, or we can let it make us feel bad. You know what I'm saying? It's just how you use it you know what i'm saying just being educated on how to use it i guess knowing what to do with it I don't know. so i got a question mm-hmm. like what is y'all goal like what like what amount of money what do, what will make y'all feel comfortable i feel comfortable now <laughs> you feel comfortable but now? i'm not really comfortable it's just more so like i know this what i'm working for like i'm i'm cool like because I chose to be, and that's just it. Like, oftentimes, there was times that I could have been cool, but I was looking at what I wanted and that I don't need. And oftentimes, when you just kind of go back to source, all every, all your needs are taken care of, especially if you mm-hmm. change the way you eat, especially if you change the way you live, especially mm-hmm. if you change what you do. Like, if we were all really out here growing our food, okay, that eliminates that. So now what I got to pay? If we was all out here making our clothes or got an elder or got someone in the community that know how to make clothes, right, right. All right, that eliminates stats, but it's just like this world was built, it's being built to spin, like, and, and it's yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, it's funny, like, I don't know, maybe that's why I like business, but I love marketing because it's funny to me. I'll be like, anything, it works though, because that's how easily move, moves people are. But I do have a plan, and it, and I understand that it's energy, right? If mm. you sit there with the money and that number. You don't even have to spend it, but you you you're gonna have a different experience with this world because people understand like, ah, you're a millionaire, so you don't have to worry about buying anything. I'll give it to you for free. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're really working towards a freedom because that's how yes. it's set up. Mm-hmm. But it's not even working towards freedom. You have to claim your freedom now mm-hmm. and watch it build, watch it grow mm-hmm. because everything's gonna grow, but you have to claim it first. Mm-hmm. So I think when I start to do that, then I start to see 
like things that I, I'm able to reward my daughter with my own energetic shift mm-hmm. like it was just a shift so mm-hmm. so i am oh, like that's a good yeah. segue into mm-hmm. our next point which is generational uh well i'm well, gonna say generational poverty but generational poverty lacking mindset mm-hmm. um just beliefs that we inherit about funds and the impact that that has on us as folk um whew. <laughs> that is heavy right there it really is. It felt, it, I yeah, felt like saying it like it was like a it was like a weight just saying it um it's frustrating generational um poverty I actually had a real I always was able to see like two sides of life because when you're really, really poor and you deal with people that are regular poor. It's real. It is. It's kind of like rich and poor. Yeah. You know, and really, they don't really got it either. Mm-hmm. But they're a little bit ahead of you. So the mm-hmm. difference between That's like real. two families could literally be this is a broke family with credit. Mm-hmm. That's true. Imaginary. They got the credit cloud. They got imaginary money. Mm-hmm. And that can be multiple sources. So that can be a family that gets government assistance, a family that yes. gets some type of check, mm-hmm. a family that gets uh, taxes back uh, versus a family who has no taxes coming, no tax refunds coming back, no governmental influence in their home, mm-hmm. things like that. That could literally be the make or break between what type of poor you are. Because poor with so help true. is so much easier yes. to, to manage than poor with no help. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes back to access. But when we talk about generational poverty, um, aunties, clutch your purse because right. you jacked us up. Mm-hmm. You did. You're lacking mindset. You not seeing it for yourself, not believing it for me. Mm-hmm. You not working towards having a healthy understanding of how money functions. You taught us fears. Mm-hmm. You taught us need. Scarcity. You taught us Ooh. disparity mindset. Mm-hmm. You taught us um, gold digger energy. Mm-hmm. You you taught people, your 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 households that time was equivalent in some way, shape, or form to money mm-hmm. and fear. And it is not. Mm-hmm. Time is priceless. Mm-hmm. Time is priceless. And um and that's one of the biggest things that I'm learning. And relearning and unlearning um, as an adult is that my time is priceless. Mm-hmm. So I don't sell my time. Mm-hmm. I make products by hand. I, I do services um, with my time or with my energy, but you're not buying my time. Mm-hmm. You're paying for my expertise. Yeah. You're paying for my quality, but you can't, you can't afford my time. Mm-hmm. So I can't sell my time. Mm-hmm. I spend time doing things that I love because I love them and it's not work. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different relationship than what I feel like I was raised and taught of get out, get a job, get a good job, go to school, get a great job, get a good pay, and buy a nice car and a nice house. And don't have no babies if you can't afford them. Right. So things like that. Like that's That's a whole slippery slope of things. And you learn these things. I'm just... I'm being stereotypical right now. I'm just mm-hmm. throwing out stereotypes. Some of this is actually me. Some of this is friends. I'm just telling you what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So to have that type of energy come from playing it safe from, a, 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 let's say, a mother working 
70 hours a week who spends no time molding their child who spends no time actively and effectively being um, a woman in the household a nurturer Mm -hmm. of a household because you're out making money because you want to provide me things that you have not provided when all I need is the knowledge and experience of things that you didn't were not taught Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so my relationship with money really changed when I became a mother mm-hmm. and that's why, yes, why I never same. wanted kids initially I realized soon after having one what my purpose was was to break a lot of generational curses mm-hmm. in my family because I'm the one that can do it mm-hmm. what's the worst generational curse you felt like you got from your family I ain't gonna put them out there like that specifically <laughs> mm. um oh it's so many. I'm just realizing she said specifically. Specifically. She details. She specific generational curse but that I learned was that, was that, no. was that, finance. no, she, she's about finances. Yes. Is that, um, <laughs> I was never taught nothing about money. Mm. What did they have you thinking that wasn't true? The only way to get money is to work a job. Mm-hmm. That's my yep. grandma. Me and my work, grandma yeah. go back and forth between yeah. that. And I love my grandma dearest. That is my heart, soul, everything. Mm-hmm. But me and her be going back and forth <laughs> when she be like, you need to work a job and you need to get social security and you mm-hmm. need to do this and this and this and that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they didn't even get that far. Like they did not even get that far. I think the biggest bad thing about my family was that, being left to figure it out. Yeah. Having people not be honest, not articulate where you were and where you stood as a family. Just being forced to come up with, you know, compensations for lack. Mm-hmm. Like, one year, do you want a winter coat or do you want to go to homecoming? Yeah. I'm yeah. in high school, both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... Not having a conversation like, look, this is what I did in life. Don't do it. I fumbled some plays. I fumbled the bag. And (laughs) now we have to make these type of choices. (laughs) And you don't want to make these type of choices. So maybe you should think about doing this. Like just lack of guidance in general. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. um, my father had some access to some funds. Um, Access to funds. And in my eyes... His access to funds and uh, the uh, the speed in which he could acquire funds made me feel like he was rich. I had no understanding why I still had to ask and get an allowance and get anything when I felt like he should be making it rain because you have more money than I've ever seen in my whole life. That means adding up every pocketbook from every holiday, from every birthday party. You have more money right now on you than I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So why do I have to ask? Why do I have to? That built resentment, mm-hmm. financial resentment from the halves. So I made up real quick in my mind. I don't know what I got to do, but I bet you I'm going to always have it. Yeah, that's, ooh. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I know I'm never going to be put in a position to have to beg you for mm-hmm. it. I knew not to ask them for it because mm-hmm. I knew they didn't have it based on how I lived. I didn't know I was poor until I got into situations with other people who had 
Jordans and gold chains and parties and nice houses and furniture and mm-hmm. TVs that didn't have the little TV sitting on top. Right. And I'm like, oh, y'all got floor model flat screens? Right. Like, this is nice. <laughs> I'm come over here all the time. You know, it took me to get out of my house to really, and I was very sheltered. So it took me to come out of my house to kind of see Oh, this is how people live, and this is what it looks like to have something better, whether it be a good job, whether it be credit, whether it be a high income, whether it be a grandmother that gives you everything because she she gambles and she's a casino. You know, I grew up in Detroit. Right. <laughs> so I had a lot of different plays of, of seeing, and I just decided that um, I was going to get it. So the first way, I, I, I like I said, I've been working since I was 15. So legally, went and got a job, got a work permit, forged a signature, everything. Yep, did it. Worked 40 hours a week my high school year, every day. I was like literally employee of the month. Mm-hmm. I worked grown people on a regular basis um, because I wanted to have it. Before that, I had a candy business. I used to mm-hmm. buy things <laughs> like Walgreens greens and four four dollar candy bars and flip them at school. Mm-hmm. I fed all the pregnant girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody, all the athlete team, the weed smokers, the munchie havers. I had it. I saw need. I always have been able to assess need mm-hmm. and put myself in a position to capitalize off of it, if that makes sense. Okay, so we all see the need. What about the risk? It's like the risk and that letting go of the fear. Like, how do you get across that bridge? That's my favorite part. <laughs> it's like that fear. It's like, you know, you know you can buy some property. Like, you mm-hmm. know you can do this. You know you can take out a loan and do this. Like, how do you, like, jump across? How do you have a mustard seed faith? Honestly, you have to get tired of living the life that you have. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell two quick stories of what happened to me. I rented a house from a rental company, uh, a real estate company, a mortgage company, like a pop- Keller Williams. They did it. <laughs> there it is. So, and I went this route when I had my son. Was I wanted a house. I wanted different things. I wanted space for him. And so I was like, I'm going to go through this because I don't want to deal with a one-on-one person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with a single landlord. I want to deal with a company. I think it's a better living experience. It's just like living in an apartment, but one unit. Mm-hmm. Horrible experience horrible experience and um after a year i had to move out of the house i moved into another unit this lady literally gave me 30 day notice to move i got a lot of stuff so like i got the 20 by 20 storage unit like a lot of stuff big big like a lot of stuff and i had to move at an inconvenient time because she wanted her property back Mm -hmm. um to do personal things with and the inconvenience that I felt the instability, the root chakra was kicked from up under me. Mm. And, you know, I had nowhere for me and my two-year-old son to go. It smacked me in a lot of ways. You know why? Because I had no parent to go live with. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have a space or a house either. I had no sibling to go live with. Because their foundation is jacked up too. Mm. And that's when I started really peeling back the layers Mm-hmm. of my life mm-hmm. and my childhood mm-hmm. and I had to forgive everyone that I felt like I financially harmed me and just take the lesson that I learned from it mm-hmm. and at that point I decided I already started working on credit because I knew I wanted to buy a home um, soon because I had a little kid and he's active and I wanted him to have a backyard and a trampoline and all those things that I never saw as a child mm-hmm. so I put myself in a position to not be told no the way they like to tell me yes. Mm-hmm. And that was through credit. Mm-hmm. And that was just totally a whole different game to have to play this game, to spend the money. And it got slippery for a minute. 
and I had to go buy education. Um, shout out to Credit Queen Irene, very <laughs> good credit um, literacy program. I was going to ask um, you that, like, do you think that you could um, ever start up like a program to educate people? Nah, I ain't going to step on no toes, but I, I do tell people what I know. I, I share this. I'm a firm believer. I, I took a lot of L's so somebody can get a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. I took a yeah. lot of L's so y'all can have a lot of lessons. And I'll gladly help you in any way I can. I'm not a professional, though. I don't keep up on the law. That is Credit Queen Irene's specialty. So, um, But she did teach me a lot of things about credit, how to use credit, how to use it to my advantage, all of those types of things. And I took heed to those things. And I am thriving in the financial realm because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the credit sense, in the mm-hmm. earning sense, I still work for what I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just a balance that, um, that I that I had to take. But I had to forgive a lot to not be afraid mm-hmm. okay. of losing. And to be honest with you, when you Ooh. look at a kid who did not have money to get to school and bus fare, what do I got to lose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do I got to lose? That's how I feel about, like, I really want to buy some property. And people are saying, like, well, what about this about being a landlord? What about that? And it's Are like, they landlords, Amber? Are they landlords? Exactly. Why like, are you talking to turtles about giraffe exactly. business? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, if I started off yes. broke with no property, and, and the only thing that could happen is I end up broke with no property. <laughs> I'm just going to end up back where I started, and I'll start again. <laughs> like, that, all I'm going to do is start again. There you go. Right. And that's your must see fight right there. But what you got to realize is that a lot of people around you are so crippled by fear mm-hmm. and so stagnant due to <laughs> lack of education mm-hmm. that they're never going to be able to pour life into you. They're mm-hmm. never going to be able And when I stop looking for other people to pour into me mm-hmm. spiritually, financially, mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, when I started pouring into myself, that's mm-hmm. when I started to grow. Sometimes you got to water your own plant because their water is not conducive to your success. It's not it's wet. It's water. Your water not wet. Okay? Water. You got some dry water. water. Come on now. <laughs> Unmineral water. <laughs> Distilled water. <laughs> Tap water. <laughs> so yeah, so sometimes it's not that they mean any any harm. It's just that they're a turtle and you're a giraffe. Mm-hmm. Period. And it's just that sometimes they were taught how to survive and not thrive. Period. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of survival. A lot of survival. I'm a baby of survival. And I put that on, you know, not only finances, but, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna tie it back to that. But, like, when people say, you know, you were right, you were raised on love. I was raised on survival, period, point blank. That's it. That's it. How to keep breathing, how to keep, you know, just how to, how to maintain above water. That's, I was, that's how I was taught. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't taught how to save money. And I remember being like, you know, like 11 years old, my mother taught me. She was, she told me, oh, I'm jealous of your saving skills. I wish I knew how to manage money like you at 11 years old because I was always afraid to be broke again. You know what I'm saying? I was afraid to mm-hmm. go to sleep with no dinners again. You know what I'm saying? I don't, and that's, I have a, and that's what earlier, like I said, my toxic trait is I'm afraid to be broke again. I don't want, I don't want to live like that again. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I had to live like that again at the beginning of this year was terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I just have to, I have to, like you said, I have to practice on, I have to, and I think that that's my biggest thing is I have to forgive my family for so setting that example for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to forgive them. And I, I don't think that I have yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I have yet. And that's, I, I think that that's why I'm still where I am, to be honest with you, because I had wrote down that knowledge is money. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I, on everything I love, I, 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 I'm very intelligent, but I don't. I don't tap into that because I'm scared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I have to. 
And I think that in order to tap into that, I have to forgive the examples that were given to me. I have to forgive mm-hmm. the people unlearn who set those examples. I have mm-hmm. to unlearn and relearn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Very true. About two years ago, I was in that same mindset, especially when I just had my daughter. And, um, you know, at the time having a partner that also had a scarcity mindset and we just we're just trying to su- survive mm-hmm. but um i do again i can only speak from my experience so i really do feel like it, it comes to a time where you have to set yourself free from like all of that because it i mean obviously uh, being a mom does change i know you're not mom mm-hmm. um but because i because i grew up like that and because i start thinking oh my god I have a child now and it's happening to me. It made me do the complete opposite. I'm like, oh, I'm about to start. I got to start spending this money. I got to start making this money move and actually using it for what it is. Um, Yeah, but yeah, that's it. That's why I said what I said earlier, not to cut into what you were saying, but I was always taught, oh, don't have no babies because you can't afford them because you got to do X, Y, and Z. So you Mm -hmm. can't afford to have no kids right now. That's why I said that because I was... And that's why, and I, that's another reason why I have put off trying to have kids for so long is because I can, mm-hmm. I'm, sometimes yeah. I look at myself like, damn, how can I afford to raise my, you know, I can't afford the shit that I be doing. Mm-hmm. How can I afford a whole other human being, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just, I, am yeah, I the only I parent who feel like having a kid ain't that expensive? Yeah, no, I, don't I, don't, I don't understand. It's not like, it's really not a burden. People, like, I don't like again, when people try to treat it as a burden. I don't have kids, so I don't know. But it's the idea because I had the idea before I had Right, right. Yeah. And I feel like people put that energy on you, and it's like, is like, okay, this sort of like sidetracked, but I know when I was actually giving birth, even with giving birth to my daughter, I did a natural birth. Mm-hmm. And I just remember everybody like, oh my goodness get the epidural like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be so hard and this and this and that and i personally want nine children and i know that's Mm -hmm. a lot and every time somebody hear that they be like oh my god nine children like two is enough this and this and that like mind your fucking business but don't worry about what i'm doing (laughs) my yoni like mind your business Mm -hmm. you ain't got to take care of them Mm -hmm. like i i don't look at children as a burden i look at them as a blessing and if Mm -hmm. anything my children is gonna inspire me to do whatever I need to do Always. for them. Like, so it's like, I'm not looking at my children as, oh, I had children, so now I can't do this, that, and the third. It's like, oh, now I have children. I need mm-hmm. to do this, this, and that, and the third. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't like when chi- when people just... Like, children ain't asked to be here. Like, you mm-hmm. did that doing what you was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time done. to... Yeah, like, it's time to take responsibility and step your game up. And if you can't, then you probably shouldn't have been doing what you was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you need to do it differently. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but I think that's what it is when it comes to those generational curses. Usually, when it comes to even breaking anything, it's just a matter of a different choice. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't keep doing the same thing mm-hmm. and expecting... Mm-hmm. Different results, obviously. So the way I saw my grandma, everyone, my mom, everyone do it, you know, we're flashy. So, you know, if you you got it, then you better show, you better act like you got it, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's that type of thing. But really, like, no, you don't have it. So why are you even focusing on that? But that's something else I had to realize. Like, I got to break that. Like, I feel like that's where a lot of our mindsets is at right now as far as, like, looking like we got it because we ain't never had it instead of Mm -hmm. actually focus on trying to get it and it's like i just feel like a lot of people just got this flashy mindset to like 
sort of like hide the mm-hmm. truth or like pretend they worry about like, what it yeah, looked like yeah, instead of yeah. what it is and right, I'm right. like Amber can tell you and baby my car was literally Ivy I love you forever but um I mean that car still runs for the record it still runs but it wasn't safe anymore <laughs> so I had to let it go um but I always would look at it as I get I get everywhere you get we get to the same place. Right. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. I don't need to no actually, actually I fly mm-hmm. way more places than most people because I did not have this expense of a car to, to stunt when I pull up. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I do if you come to save my life, if you're coming to help me, if you're coming to enjoy my company, I don't care what you drove in. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. So, uh, and so I think people got to materialistic work, things. worrying mm-hmm. about what it actually is. Like, why would you ever want to be a mansion with no furniture mm-hmm. why would you want to sleep in a mansion and sleep on the floor like so what why? do you what do you feel like is a comfortable level like what do you feel like is your goal like this is the amount of streams of income i need this is the amount of money i have in my bank like when, when does it stop so free <laughs> i don't I feel like you could be free and homeless exactly like that's when it stops they're homeless because they stopped they like i'm free that's no, it. because I don't think I don't think just because you homeless that you are poor. I feel like it's it's like you said it's all is mine. So it's like you could be homeless and ain't got shit and and feel rich as fuck. Like mm-hmm. you happy, you please. Like, and right. sometimes the stress. And then sometimes it's like that money. That money don't do shit for nobody. That money actually mm-hmm. cause more problems than than anything. Like. You could be rich and be able to buy everything you want, do anything you want, this and this and that, but you lonely as fuck. You ain't got nobody. You ain't, like, you just unhappy. Mm-hmm. So it's all as it's all a mindset. That's, that's why, why I feel I like just, it starts internally. Like, right, right. It's, so like, it's that's what I'm saying, symbolic. You, I think that if you sour your relationships mm-hmm. or you root your relationships in money, that's when things get a little evil. Right. Because mm-hmm. honestly, having, honestly, feeling financially secure. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, chakras, right? I'm big on chakras. Book mm-hmm. your Reiki sessions with me. Um, <laughs> I'm very, very, um, I'm very, I take very, very, very serious to the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. And at the foundation, you got to have stability. Nobody mm-hmm. goes and builds a house on shaky turf. Mm-hmm. So when you got that foundation, that sets you up to have so many things put on you. So because I have a healthy relationship with money, green, credit, all things cash, all mm-hmm. things income, I have a healthy relationship on that. It allows me to have a lower stress level mm-hmm. in different aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not worried about the biggest thing, which, like you said, not having that bargaining system, that traditional village style. I worry about light, gas, heat, food, shelter, warmth, insurance, all of those things. Um, I have the funds for those. So now I don't sweat about that. Mm-hmm. Now I worry about, do I have time to go do things that I like? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do I have time to work out? Do I have time to breathe? Do I have time for yoga? Do I have time to read to my child? Do I put my child to bed at night? Do I pay someone else to do it? Mm-hmm. Do I do I have the energy to please my man or to please myself? Mm-hmm. Do I have okay. a pleasant aura <laughs> to please others? I don't want to exclude nobody. But when you're worried about funds and when your security, when your root chakra isn't stable, you cannot give mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? You're not anchored. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you and if you do find roles fulfilled in those things a lot of times they're unhealthy roles 
They're imbalanced roles because you don't have no foundation. So now you lean too much to this way because you really don't got this. So you got to deal with that dude that got the money because he gonna, that's how you're going to get the bills paid. Or you got to mm-hmm. deal with that job that you really don't like because they pay you what you need to make to pay all these bills that you didn't made to look like you got something. So root chakra is very, very, very important. So that's why I say having that healthy foundation and having your basic needs met allows you to really kind of walk and thrive in your energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you say, is it a number? Is it a this? Is it that? No, it's a, it's an overall goal to always feel like I have the ability mm-hmm. to do the things that are actually important to me. Because let's be honest, work in the traditional sense of clocking in, it's not important to me. You know, I'm always late. I'm no rush. No urgency to be here at all. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset. At all. I don't. Mindset. You know what was energy. important to me? Making sure that my son wasn't upset when I left him with someone mm-hmm. to be watched mm-hmm. while I came here to play with you about these couple of dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. What's important to me is that I did my aura cleansing before I came in here and gave my energy to people mm-hmm. in your place. That's what's important to me. Mm-hmm. That I got to listen to the end of my song that really makes me happy. That I got to finish that podcast before I happened. That's what's important to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes, making sure that I have yes, podcast. Mm-hmm. Making sure that I have time for those things. Making sure that I have time to call friends. Making sure that I have energy to lend to friends when they're going through things. Making sure that if somebody needs to know something, you know, I'm in the I'm in the mindset to to transfer um, information. Like freedom. that's that's what's that's what's important She's to me. Freedom. Yeah, that's, like freedom to do the things that are actually important to you. And when I became a mother, that was one of the biggest things I used to work for the school system and one of my biggest things was that my car remember my co-workers used to be dropping their kids off at 6 o'clock to be in the building by 6.45 just to get a peace of mind before having to really be there at 7.15 only to leave the building at 4 struggle to go grocery shopping run these errands pick up their kids by 6 your kids been gone for 12 hours you talking about some little Timmy's dumb as a box of rocks? Well, I bet so, because you're here playing with these other people's kids and you're not raising your own kid. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to be that person. Anything my son do, I can tell you what he going to do. I know him the boy like the back of my hand. Why? Because he's never been to a daycare. He's never been to a child yeah. watch facility. Mm-hmm. He's never, he, he, I do have a village to do help me with my child. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with daycares, y'all. It's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> but, um, and honestly, at this point in the quarantine, if I could find one, he would be there. So daycares. I'm right there. Drop, Comment drop, drop below. Your ad. But, <laughs> but he's three now. He's three and a half now. And he's already a, a person. Mm-hmm. He's a human. <laughs> he will check you. He will read you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's emotionally aware. He mm-hmm. has the things that I wanted him to have and the confidence. And he's he's now a candidate for mm-hmm. daycare. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You send your blank little canvas somewhere and then you wonder why they come back acting like a little spawn. Mm-hmm. When it's because you didn't mold, mold them. them. Yep. I wanted to be able to really mold my child, even though I'm not perfect. I wanted to mold him. So all his little bad habits, he has compliments of more. <laughs> and I'm proud of that because I gave them to him. Win, lose, or draw, I made that. It's the freedom. You know what I mean? It's the freedom. I, I, I made that. So at the end of the day, he, he's not perfect because I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? But we'll both get there. But we got that foundation. He knows his mama don't play this, that, or the third. So he only going to be able to do but so much. When you let other people set your children up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody else set up, wire your car or set up your phone? No. Mm-hmm. You you can't let nobody get in your car and adjust your seat in your mirror. You can't. You mm-hmm. can't do that with your kids either. And I knew that 
as a becoming a mother, a first time mother at 27, I knew that. And I reworked my whole life, rechanneled my whole energy, like everything around the fact that now at the middle of my life used to be me. Now at the middle of my life, it's this little boy. Mm-hmm. Let me figure out how to maneuver around this little boy. I don't live for my son. I live for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a happy person before I'm a happy mother. You know what I mean? So it all boils down to like the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just all that. So. Ain't no limit. There's no limit I'm working for. There's no nothing. But as a goal, <laughs> a point of reference, I do want to have a property and an LLC for my son. Mm-hmm. So to set him up, I believe in the setup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he'll have his things that he inherits. Mm-hmm. Inheritance, trust, mm-hmm. make these normal words in our households, mm-hmm. not debts, debts, debt, 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 debt. There you go. Mm-hmm. That and GoFundMe's and fish fries and all that. No, it will be none of that. Like my son will be waiting on me to roll over because he want that money because mm-hmm. I pay that premium every month. Mm-hmm. To make sure that when I leave, he's set up financially. Everything that is in my name will become his. And he's going to know how to work it. My son's always at my business with me. Not because I'm some cheapy unprofessional that won't put my son in daycare. But because I want him to see work. He's happy to come to work with me. Mommy, we're going to go get a workout. He he thinks he's my assistant. He wants to be a photographer. He's taking pictures of the process. And it's good for him to see. He doesn't see me stressed and slaving and taking orders or anything like that. He sees his mother as a boss. And he's going to inherit that energy, that boss energy. I'm not bossy. But, you know, the delegation, the leadership, he's going to pick all that up. So that's the goal for me is to create those streams. And the more children I have, the more streams I will create so that every kid can have their own and that's mm-hmm. my goal it's mm-hmm. not a financial cap it's not nothing i've been happy with 500 in my pocket i've been happy with five racks in my pocket i've been happy with five dollars in my pocket mm-hmm. so the money ain't really the thing it's all about really the access and the acquaintance of the access mm-hmm. being able to pass that down mm-hmm. so okay so well has anybody been keeping track of time i apologize yeah, we're up there I just um We're done almost Yeah, I was gonna I yeah, I didn't wanna you know interrupt or anything, but I just wanted to say to close out the show we should all, you know, go around and express our financial goals. Now, um my financial goal really doesn't have to do with money at all. I just wanna be able to provide opportunity. I feel like I'm rich when I can provide opportunity to others. Mm-hmm. To my children, to people, to my loved ones, to my friends, my family, people who look like me, people who have, who have been through things that I've been through. If I can provide to them, I'm rich. Mm-hmm. So, there I have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my biggest financial goal or thing that I want to do as far as to break generational curses would... Um, I'm really big on law and just mm-hmm. studying that. So, um, So, with my studies and all of that, I have, you know figured out how we do not have to pay bills. We do not have to pay taxes and things of that nature. So if you eliminate all of those things, that's more money in your pocket Mm -hmm. because, you know, you can still work a job. Just imagine working a job and not having to pay taxes or pay bills and things of that nature. Then you're more, you know, that freedom that everybody is striving for. So that's just my biggest thing with my children is just teaching my biggest thing really is just teaching law 
and basically just breaking away from the system, the self-sufficiency, the fictitious mm-hmm. government that we're living up under. And that's that's basically just my goal to instill in my children mm-hmm. is that knowledge. Not It's more so the knowledge than more so the the drive to get the money Mm -hmm. like you know let the money work for you don't work for the money Mm -hmm. you know yes so that's that yeah (laughs) self-sufficiency i agree do Um, or die do for self or perish that's my that's my uh (laughs) thing i like to live by my i don't really have a particular number or um, I don't really feel qualified to give advice. Like, girl, I'm struggling. Like, just with you ain't the, struggling. The, you cheap. You I'm, not, I'm not struggling like quantity wise. I'm talking like, uh, like idea wise, like concept conceptualizing, like how I want to move this energy. Like, I'm just struggling. Like, well, that's why the money isn't the problem. <laughs> it's like I, my goal is not. I don't really care about materialistic things. Mm-hmm. Like to be honest, my goal is to have options. I just want my children to have options, and I want to have multiple streams of income. Like, I want the focus to be on what you are passionate about. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to have the ability to um, create art and to take trips and travel. And um, if it came down to it, if we all got stripped down, if we all came, like, face-to-face with the government with guns in our faces, like, what are we going to have left, you know? I so, won't even be around. I'll be ducked, ducked off. <laughs> like what? What? Like my goal is to have. I'm gonna tell you right now. My goal is to have seat libraries, to have weapons, <laughs> and to have books, and to have a structure of 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 what I think a village of a family should be. Mm-hmm. And I have several cups of wine. So mm-hmm. let me um, try my best. But my goal <laughs> is to have intangible <laughs> concepts of life mm-hmm. that um, will hold down a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Like, just whatever it takes to be happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't care about, um, you know, the the highest quality fashion line. Material. Yes. I really, I, I, I struggle with that. <laughs> I really do. You don't make the clothes. The clothes. <laughs> or you, the clothes yeah. don't make you, you make the clothes. I want to know how to make my clothes. own clothes. Right. You know? I'm falling out the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I just want to be, the, the goal, it really is self-sufficiency. Like, the goal really is to reflect on my spirit and to have everybody's spirits ascend. And once our spirits ascend, then we can do the basics and, like, I really feel like we can go back to the old days. Like, Village. trade for trade. Like that, that, that really is like, we are evolving. Yes. There's no going back. We're going uh, We're going up. <laughs> it's sorry. up. It's up. Some stuff gotta go. You know? Mm-hmm. Some stuff the whole tax system, like that's that's gotta go. Like y'all gotta wait, be wait, wait, yeah, things could be eliminated. HR twenty five. I just let y'all know. HR twenty five, look at The government's like trying to tap into my headphones. So um my ultimate goal and I mean, sometimes, you know, I'm a tourist moon. So, like, sometimes I do be coming from that place, luxury and comfortability. And though that looks different for everyone, like, I know what it looks like for me. And it's abundant of resources from source. And I want to be connected to source because that is the ultimate wealth to me. But with source comes the finest 
silk and things that are actually from source. So like, why I, are you moving, Alicia? Because I know you live <laughs> in the right these states. She gonna be off grid with the trees. Just I will. I know she I've is. I've seen I know myself she's already there. So. I know. I see her there <laughs> sitting next to her. Like, I literally see her, like, in a Bali swing, but not in yeah. Bali. But she's, like, doing some knitting. Like, she's yes, just chilling, doing her do. own thing. Like, I literally see her drinking out of a coconut with a bunch of aloe leaves around her. Like, well, I just Thank you for sharing her. that vision with me. I see her already, and I know she's not here. Like, her, mm-hmm. she's already somewhere else mm-hmm. off a of grid. Yeah, like on, so, some, on some other stuff. Yeah, like that, what, a, what a pump world or something. Like, <laughs> like carrying water in buckets like <laughs> Like I see her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, that is that is my like idea of uh, luxury. And um, for a second, I thought I was racing to my like my free or like that's why I love that song. And I just got to be free. But yeah, yeah. like and usually with me singing all the time, I realize like, damn, I am free. So really, I'm just I'm just building what my ultimate, like mm-hmm. my space, my basically I always call it my resting place. Like when mm-hmm. my when I lay my soul to rest, this is what it will be. And mm-hmm. I am Facts. working mm-hmm. and getting there. So like I'm free and I and but I'm also community so really just for me i don't know i don't know y'all i don't know basically free though like that's my ultimate I create your own village that's what you <laughs> yes i would love that's to create definitely my own what village. you own yeah for sure bury so, me like, in my backyard on my land <laughs> and i don't invite everybody i'm like come over my home is your like-minded home. and that's just what it's gonna be but i know right now where i'm at on my journey is that I do have to lead by example. Like, I can't even talk to people no more about anything. Like, it's just more so like, all Dude, right. Watch and shit. Just watch. watch. And if you ain't watching, well, guess what? I I have enough love that I don't, I'm not even going to make it your responsibility. If you don't even have it for yourself, I'll have it for you. Because support. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, there's we are here. We all have a purpose. And I'm just noticing, like, mine's is to do that. Like... Mm-hmm. All right, because everyone ain't going to get it because we've been so damaged and we do have these generational like curses. So I can't keep telling my grandma these new ideas and concepts. She ain't there no more. But now I see my cousins already adapted it. So it's just like, well, damn, how can I help? And it's just like by doing it and then yeah, bringing them to it. Them. Yeah. And detaching from mm-hmm. like your expectations for everybody else. Very true. Now that I do got to do yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. So not like headed. Next light. time, y'all gonna oh, see us talk good. about all the wealth we acquired. You know, yes, and all the freedom we acquired, and um, drop some of your financial goals. What you think financial freedom is? What you think? Yes. Um, how many streams of income do you have? You know, we just want to know, like, what you think, where you stand mm-hmm. on this. What's the key? Um, <coughs> oh, and also, real fast, Anisha, I just want to say your part. And your role that you play, keep doing it, okay? You need yeah, it. Yeah. It's necessary. Thank like, it's, it's important, it's okay? It's a big yes. apple to swallow. And um, it's definitely one of those um, strength in numbers mm-hmm. type of, you know, situations. But don't ever get tired of swinging that bag. Yeah, because I did. <laughs> yeah. All right? I was in college. I'm like, I but because I, I allow people to tell me, like, right. Oh, you're too radical, or oh, you're digging too much, or like you're being too like it is not necessary. And I'm like, loving um, like everybody. I'll see y'all next episode. Oh, peace, peace, <laughs> peace. <laughs>
But yeah, so thank but you, yeah, thank so you, gratitude. just know like it's really necessary. I just love the part everyone plays and yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Elise. Yeah, I gotta tell you that because <laughs> sometimes when, when you carry that energy, it's not as supported. Right. Even, exactly. even whether it's the conscious community or not, like it's not supported because it's it's different. It's, yeah, it's, it's different. not what people really is used to. It'd be like ah yeah 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 yeah. Right. I'm I I call myself this all the time. Like I'm the village crazy person or the you it's know necessary. whatever. But it's necessary. Like I'm willing to to wear that title or whatever and and stand on my square and stand on what I believe in. And you know I'm mm-hmm. not gonna not I'm not gonna let nobody influence me or or mm-hmm. steer me. Away from what my goal is. Keep, because, keep vibrating on that frequency because mm-hmm. firm believer in the energy, you know, you're going to attract. Like, you've right, attracted right. five people who with it. You know what I mean? Right, you're right. You're going to attract five more. Those five are going to attract five. You know what I'm saying? So just right, keep right. with it because just like holistic and natural and mm-hmm. Dr. Sabi and CMOS and herbs mm-hmm. and tinctures or are bubbling now you know what i'm saying but you know like left eye trying to die trying to figure this out mm-hmm. right you know what i mean yeah. all these things that we just click in order and find a guy on instagram like oh <laughs> what's up what's up you know right like all these all this access you know what i mean but it, you know it took 10 15 years you know what i'm saying so right, right. just keep at it because it's not it's something plant to the it. That's what it's I always say. Plant them seeds. Until next time. Yeah, do something. I say take a risk. That's my last thing to say. You take a you risk. You right. Oh, exactly. <laughs> take a risk with me. Yes. I'm taking a risk. <laughs>